Hello there, I'm Jim, and this is On The Left Side. Welcome, welcome to your weekly fix of Football Funny, the show that doesn't take itself or the sport too seriously. And like the Great British Train Network, we are on a reduced service over the summer, so let's get cracking, because there is loads to get through in the next five or so minutes. First off, congratulations to Lionel Messi. I'm as cynical as the next man when it comes to footballers and their relationships. What your everyday, big-breasted, bright-eyed, long-legged, shiny-haired model sees in your average, pug-ugly, morally questionable, self-obsessed, millionaire footballer is beyond me. But here we have a tale of true love, as little Leo settled rifts between two feuding families to finally wed his childhood sweetheart, Anna Tanella, that he's known since the age of six. I mean, they were both six, not just her. It's not Adam Johnson's wedding. It's a beautiful thing. And of course, every messy fanboy and his OK Magazine buying wife needed as much detail as possible about the big day. Did the reception get messy? Did Wayne Rooney turn up uninvited and have a few beers despite Gareth Southgate telling him not to? Was the whole thing tax deductible? The thing is, most of these questions were answered pretty much instantly due to the blanket coverage of the wedding, and that's despite the happy couple banning their wedding guests from taking any photos or posting anything on social media. They even hired 450 police officers to manage the situation. That's around a quarter of the number that were used to police the entire city of Cardiff for this year's Champions League final. So what do we know? We know the pair had matching tattoos to mark their special day, classy. We know that the Argentinian legend Maradona was furious for not getting an invitation. And we know that the wedding refreshments were sponsored by Pepsi. Yes, they had a drinks sponsor for their wedding. I can only imagine how the best man's speech went. (laughs) None of us wanted to see that. Finally, I'd like you to all join me in raising your glasses of refreshing ice-cold delicious Pepsi Cola in the toast of a new generation to the happy couple. But the big talking point from the event was the kiss. A key moment for any wedding. As soon as the event had finished, videos started to surface on social media of that iconic moment of unity between Messi and his blushing bride. And clearly, they hadn't really planned how that was going to work. Whereas Anna Tanella went in for a peck, Lionel went in for a full snog, which resulted in the Argentinian icon looking like he was trying to bite off the nose of his lovely new wife, which I imagine was a move he'd learned from his teammate Luis Suarez. It was a pretty cringy moment, but at the same time, it gave us mere mortals hope. Messi may appear to have his life sorted. He's got millions in the bank. He's got a stunning wife. He is one of the world's greatest footballers. Yeah, but he still can't kiss a girl. <laughs> but this isn't Hello Magazine, thank fuck. And there's more going on in Messi's life than a little wedding, after he signed a brand new deal with Barcelona that kept him at the club for the next four years. If by which time he has remained faithful to his new wife and avoided any sex scandals, he's doing far better than most other footballers. Which, when you're Messi, is pretty standard. But that deal wasn't really a surprise. No one really believed all those mutterings about him leaving the club that helped make him the footballing icon that he is. The real surprise transfer this week concerned Big John Terry. 
For around two years now, much of the debate in football has been around the future of the ex-Chelsea skipper, with Harry Redknapp making doe eyes and pouty faces at the Blues captain from right across the football divide, ever since there was a sniff that he might leave Chelsea. Oh, listen, I love John, don't I? I'm a great fan of his. You know, he would be fantastic. You know, that, that would be a dream to sign John Terry. You've got a leader. What, what a man. You know, I think he's fantastic. And sure enough, JT has ended up in Birmingham after all albeit wearing the claret and blue of Aston Villa, rather than joining Harry at Birmingham City. Now, if you're listening, Harry Redknapp, you probably don't want to hear this, but this is the reason that Tezza decided to join the Villains. Listen, we had a relaxed, you know, completely non-football talk, just a game of golf. He was really respectful in that way. But at the same time, kind of even before that, you know, we're sending him messages, expressing the interest. That excites me as well. Who would have thought that Terry'd be the type to leave a long-term love interest after a few flirty text messages, eh? But fair play to John. He wasn't going to spill the beans on any of the other clubs that he might have joined this summer. Harry Redknapp was was keen to sign him as well. Did you have chats with Harry? And I think out of respect to, to all the clubs and, and managers interested, you know, I wouldn't do that to them and I'd like to think they wouldn't do the same to me as well. Yeah, you'd like to think that, but they didn't. Like a lover spurned, Harry was quick to hit back, telling the Daily Mirror that he didn't really bother trying to sign John Terry anyway, and he was going to use the money that he saved on the transfer not to sign one, but to sign five or six new players instead. News which I'm sure had Peter Crouch and Nico Crunchart straight on right move and looking for houses in the West Midlands. And that is it for this week. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, make sure you've subscribed and please take five minutes out of your day to drop us a little review on iTunes or however it is you listen to your podcast. It takes five minutes and it means a lot. Plus, why not give us a cheeky follow on Twitter at On The Left Side where you'll find out what else we do in the week. Probably some Instagram pictures of our food and maybe a funny picture or two. I'd love to hear from you on there as well. Right, I'm off to see if Panda Pops will sponsor me renewing my wedding vows because that's full time. So until next week... Bye-bye. On the Left Side Light is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson. To find out more about podcasting or to get help with your own podcasts, head over to abruptaudio.com forward slash help. Rubes, come here. Come here, Rubes. Come here. Ruby, come here. What's this? Come, 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 come. Come, 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 come. Sport, sport. <laughs>